Welcome. You're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Join our epic pro staff around the Sonic Campfire for stories and adventures from our eastern mountains to the Chesapeake Salt. Let our highs and lows inspire you to take to the outdoors. Hey guys, you're listening to the Rutten River Pursuits podcast. We're gathered around the Sonic Canfire. I can't. I don't. I don't know. I can't, Easy I, for you to say. I but. don't know what to do with my hands. I'm freaking out. Out with it. <laughs> we we have an epic, super fun. I mean, if it, if this turns out to not be fun, I'll eat a Stromboli. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna eat one anyway. That's quite the fun. Oh yeah, I was gonna eat one anyway. So. Uh, this is just going to be an awesome night, but I want to start out with who's here? Who's with me? Uncle Buck's here. I'm Ryan. I'm Kyle. I'm Tickled Pink. <laughs> yeah, Stevie. <laughs> who's, on the, who's on the line, bud? Yeah, but I'm Catfish. <laughs> <laughs> catfish, uh, you sound I think, I'm fill, I think I'm filling in for Catfish. Yes, yes. We got uh, the one and only Mr. Ant Glasgow Jr. Awesome. Woo. The great. How are we doing, guys? How are you, bud? Yeah, well, you know, I'm doing all right. You know, you, you pick your times. It's like one o'clock in the morning here in the UK. And uh, yeah, apart from that, <laughs> I should be in bed. But cheers, you know. Yeah, cheers. no, we appreciate you staying <laughs> up for us. That's <laughs> uh, you, It's not a problem, man. Ant, you blew it. I wasn't going to let anybody know where you were from. And you already oh, said it. Yeah. Yeah. Ma- uh, Manchester. I think this is the first podcast recorded where we're in one day and the guest is in another day. That's a good point. Oh. Wow, 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 wow. Just what to time point is it? It's 8. It's pushing yeah. to 8 o'clock. 8 o'clock. 8 p.m. Wow. I, I just have my tea then, guys. Or supper. <laughs> or supper. <laughs> so, so Ant, you are one of, if not the premier lore fisherman in the United Kingdom. Right. I mean, I don't know another way to describe you. Like, you're the guy. You're the predator fishing guy I, that's what, in England. That's what Tyler Dunn said. Right. I mean, yeah. I don't, like, he's not lying, though, is he? He'd never lie. Tyler wouldn't lie to <laughs> he's us. He's a real straight shooter. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler only says stuff that he gets paid to say, you know? Uh. <laughs> You know, and, and, and you know, I'll I'll leave a horse's head in his bed if he didn't say that sort of shit. Good to know. No, no, no. <clears throat> no, I'm just I'm just a I'm just a guy that goes fishing and, and I'm just a guy that goes low fishing. You know, fortunately for me it was rammed down my throat as at a very early age, you know. I was you know, I was I was making jerk baits when I was like five years old and stuff and that in the UK is it's like unheard of. Yeah. 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 Crazy stuff. Well, let's start off. Take us back. I think there's a story where you were six years old and you got a boat for your birthday. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I, my, my old fella, God rest his soul. He, uh, he, 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 I grew up in a, a real rough part of the UK, a place called Manchester, you know, and, uh, my old fella, he, he, he was he was always into fishing, and he he wanted me to sort of get into something and not follow these routes, getting into gangs, getting into you know all sorts of trouble, and so metal music. He bought me a, well, that's yeah. Well, he bought me a boat. 
he bought me a boat. I'll never forget it. You know, I've got the pictures there to prove it. He bought me a boat, and he says, "There you go, son. That's yours." Um, and you know, it's a 16, 16 foot, sixteen foot boat called the CJR. What they what they stand for, I don't know, but it was called the CJR. And uh, and 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 it started from there, guys. You know, it's it was. Uh, you know, I started fishing when I was three years old, but that was the first time I ever. You know, when I had when I first got my boat. That's that's wow. amazing. That's yeah, a heck of a that's, gift. That's a nice gift to get. But there's always a catalyst. There's always something that just gets you rolling, and and that's yeah. a, that's a leg yeah. up. So what? Where do you put that boat? Is it you have a bunch of canals over there? In my understanding. Yeah, we've. Well, my dad sort of fell out with freshwater fishing. He, he uh, you know, the politics and he, there was just too much sort of like uh, bull crap involved. Um, so he, 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 he pike fished and 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 Xander fished right up until, you know, I was three years old, and then he decided to sort of like uh, hit the coast and do and, and and spend all his time on the on the coast sea fishing, you know, and um, sure. and and. So he, he and then because in the UK you need licenses and you need permission, you need all this crap. So the old fella just thought, you know, I worked too hard to go fishing for someone to tap him on the shoulder and say, excuse me, mate, have you got your ticket? And the old fella was <laughs> like, well, I don't need that. I don't need that crap. You know, I worked too hard. So the old fella, because on the coast you can do what you want, you know, you can you can go wherever you want, you can use what rods you want, as many rods as you want. And 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 you don't need this permission, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me. So so the old fella, he he kind of fell out with freshwater fishing. And uh, and that's where he introduced the fishing to me. He'd done a bit of pike fishing with me and and then we just hit the coast. We were fishing for sea bass or bass you know, on cod and stuff like that. And he spent most of his time underwater because he was a, as he was a professional diver as well. So, oh, wow. so he, so he got, he got to see all, all the blueprints of the underwater world. And then he was, you know, he studied a lot of how, um, how, uh, the behavior of a lot of the fish that he wanted to target. Then he did, then he started to design laws and make laws you know, and then big, huge companies without mentioning the names was copying his ideas, and you know, it, 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 it's been it's been a bit of a roller coaster, you know. And then, yeah, so um, so yeah, I got my first boat, at, you know, a very early age. Yeah, it sounds like it's in your blood. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And you got it. You you also have uh, been putting together and building lures as well. Yeah, you know, I was, you know, I was, I was doing, you know, woodwork at, uh, you know, when I first started. Um, um, we call it secondary school, which is like the big school. Um, so we'd, 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 we, you know, I, I was designing and, and sketching up drawings and stuff as, you know, baby pike and things like that, and, um, and and putting hooks on them and casting them out, which I've still got. In fact, I'm going to put a picture on Facebook tomorrow. Uh, some of these these um, bolster laws that I was reinforcing and designing when I was like, I don't know, twelve years old, thirteen years old. Wow. Um, you know, so yeah, and then I was using them because in the UK, law fishing was uh, was on a was unheard of. You know, you had to make your own your own stuff. We 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 were very limited, and we weren't like you guys in the states where. Because you guys are, are so forward with this sort of artificial law fishing, you know. For, fortunate for me, I had friends, you know, in 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 the south 
that were um, that were introduced to me, sending me things in parcels and packages when I was a young kid, um, and and I, you know I, I started drop shot fishing. Um, I don't know how popular it is with you guys, but drop shot fishing in the UK was unheard of seven or eight years ago. But I, I was drop shot fishing in, in 1993, 94, um, you know. So I learned off the guys that were crappy fishing um, and largemouth bass fishing and, and, and getting stuff sent over to the UK. You know, I was making my own lures out of silicone um, and, and, yeah, so which is pretty cool, you know. Absolutely. Um, so a lot of jigs, a lot of... Uh, it sounds like gates. everything. It sounds like you're just... Yeah. Everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't have the, the equipment back then, you know. We didn't have the jig heads. We didn't have the, the weedless hooks. You know, we didn't have all the Texas-style fishing. We didn't have all that sort of stuff. So we had to, as as me, myself as a kid, I was, you know, I was looking up at, to people like Kevin Van Dam and Gary yeah. Yamoto um, and, and a friend of mine. He was a big musky fisherman now, uh, Bob Macy Comer, top guy. Uh, you know, I was I was watching all these videos. I was learning how these guys were fishing because the people in the UK, it was it, it just wasn't sort of, uh, but it just didn't sort of. I don't know. I wasn't interested. You know, apart from two guys who have, who ended up of really good friends of mine who were really really amazing fishermen. Um, a chap called Mick Brown. He's like. He is Uncle Pike in the UK, you know. He and, and Europe. <laughs> he is. He's the Don, man. He is the Don. He is the Godfather of pike fishing in in Europe. Um, he's guys called Mick Brown is an amazing guy, and I looked up to people like him. My dad, a chap called Matt Hayes, um, and 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 yeah. So you know that's all we had. But getting back to the law fishing, there was no one really law fishing, so we had to make our own stuff, you know. Yeah, um, so yeah, that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So, could could you help us understand? Help me help your know, listeners understand what the fishing environment is like in in the UK. So, uh, is it is it popular? Uh, you know, how many people do it? What you're just kind of a, a broad <sighs> overview or yeah. understanding of what the fishing industry or fishing you know world is like over there. Fishing in the UK, you know, it wouldn't surprise me if there's four million people fishing in in, in our our tiny little Britain, our tiny little country. You know, um, uh, you know, uh, people. There's people that are not working. Uh, there's people that are, you know, whatever, disabled. There's people. The turning to fishing is to change the lives around, you know. Yeah. And you you'll go and get your dull money or whatever, and then you'll go and do a bit of fishing. Or I don't know, I don't know how, how it works, but fishing in the UK is probably number two sport. You know, we've got football or soccer, as you guys would call it. Yeah. And then we've got and then we and then we've got fishing because, you know, I think golf isn't as popular. Um, but there's a lot of people fishing, you know. From politicians to music to actors to everyday people, you'd be surprised who's fishing. Fishing, fishing in the UK over the past, well, as long as I can remember, you know, the past 25 years, fishing, fishing's got really big. You know, people, it's their escape. It's it's the working class escape. You're getting guys who are working or women. There's a lot of women in the UK now that are fishing as well, which is really cool. I'm a big supporter of that. Sure. Uh, yeah. 
and 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 you know and and the finishing the the finishing the shifts or whatever on a Friday night, and then they're going fishing Saturday and Sunday with the husbands or the wives, you know. So, yeah. or uh, f- fishing's fishing is from what I've seen over the past oh, twenty years has got huge in the UK, which is cool. Which yeah. is cool. You mentioned pike. You mentioned Xander. What what else are people fishing for over there? Well, one of the big traditions in the UK, you know, and I really don't see why it's just not my cup of tea. But you know, uh, people are targeting carp, you know, and yeah. and, and and carp fishing in the UK is number one. That is the most money spent out of anglers is on carp fishing. Really, um, and it's all catch and release. You know, the name in the caps, like George and Pete and Arnie. <laughs> wow. That's know, probably the know. exact opposite yeah. Yeah. In, in the States. Yeah, here. well, you you guys shooting with crossbows and yeah. shit like that, yeah. which is pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bud. You know, we do a lot of catch and release boat fishing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just being honest with you. I, I'm not into carp fishing. I, I'm, I don't get it. It's not what I do. You know, I've, I've done it probably four times in my life. That's because I'm probably bored and there's now else to do. Yeah. Um, <laughs> We, I was so you know, bored I went carp fishing. We call him Ryan. We call him Ryan's over here. <laughs> do uh, but that, do you guys eat carp? No, nah, we don't eat carp. No, no, we don't eat carp. Oh, catch got, and release. Uh, we talked to carp, some guys in, in do, yeah. Eastern Europe, and they they have it in the supermarkets there. They have them in the supermarkets, mate. You know, we've got Eastern Europeans here, and you'll walk around at Christmas time, and there'll be a, you know a fifteen pound carp on the slab. You know, wow. it's like yeah. Christmas. To me, to me, that you know, that doesn't mean anything because it's just a goldfish to me. But, yeah. You know, yeah. you know. At the end, at the end of the day, the carp, whether anyone likes it or not, they don't belong in the UK. You know, story has it they were brought over by the the monks, um, and you know, and and it's disgusting the way pike have been treated because pike, they're a prehistoric creature. They've been here since the glacier age. You know. Carp is number one in the UK. When I personally think pike should be number one in the UK. Um, here, here, amen. Well, you know, I'm just speaking. I'm just speaking my mind. Everyone knows my views anyway about it. You know, and and I think people are starting to get educated about it. You know, they're still finding fossils of pike from you know 25 million years ago with two pectorals and bloody bloody blah. Uh, you know, where, where, where does the carp come in on this? They're, they're, they're sort of like the newbies. So people in the UK need more educating on pike, and they deserve more respect in the UK as not just this thing with teeth that everyone should be scared of. You know, they're such a delicate creature, and, you know, they're more delicate than carp any day. You can boot a carp around the car park, you know, and it'll still live. You will knock a pike the wrong way, man, and it's going to die. Yeah. So, you know. So, so, so but yeah. And and they're predators too. I mean, that's that's so. Yeah, that's pike. Well, that's it. Yeah. It, interesting story here, and how I came to learn about you. We were we recently uh, we just got back from a fishing trip in Miami, and we fished with a uh, uh, you know, big YouTube star over here in the states, Monster Mike. And I was researching. Yeah. Uh, you you seen any of the Monster Mike stuff? He's 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 nuts, but. Great guy to be around, but the, so we fished with him, and, and I was doing some research on urban fishing, and I happened yeah. to stumble across your video on urban 
urban perch the perch fishing. yeah 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 and uh <laughs> and i didn't and that was three months ago i didn't realize you know three months later we'd be talking with you on the phone but that, that that's yeah. just one example of the you have some wow. pretty big tv exposure over there right well you know i, I started you're I started too, you're doing... being too humble here but you just yeah. just come right it's, out and say it i just mean it's one o'clock in the morning it's one yeah. in the morning you just throw say, humble I'm, out the door i'm a big deal over here you can say it i do not know why i do not know why i do not know why these these film companies approach me i, I, I just ain't got a clue you know it all started I worked for a huge, huge fishing company, which are huge now. Massive brand. I'd taken on the US, the UK, the Europe. Um, I'd, I don't know whether I should mention the brand, but yeah. anyway. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Throw it out. We're not uh, beholden to any. We, no. yeah. yeah, well, you know, they're, they're a good brand. You know, they're called Savage Gear. Yeah. I had a lot of, in, I had a lot of input in there. I had a, lot of, um, a, a serious lot of input in that brand. I worked for them guys for 12 years. Um, and I just, I just, I just had enough and just parted on on good terms. I just left on good terms. Uh, but anyway, getting back to the filming, we're talking about two thousand and seven. Uh, I, you know, I, I I was fishing one day with the guys, uh, and 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 the next minute a film crew turned up, and I'm like, what is all this about? And then they turn around and says, well, if we'd have told you the film crew was coming, then you, you wouldn't have turned up, which I wouldn't, you know. I, I, didn't, I never wanted, I, well, I never wanted to get this far deep into my sport. I wanted to enjoy my sport, you know, yeah. as, whereas now it's sort of like, oh, I've got to go fishing or, you know, it's, I do enjoy it to a certain extent. So anyway, this huge film crew came along and we, we made a few DVDs, introduced a few methods to the UK. Drop shot fishing was never heard of back then. And we, now it's like massive. And, uh, and then, and then, so it all started off then, and then I started getting like TV appearances with various companies and TV shows, and Sky Sports picked me up. Um, you know, I had a few shows on there with Sky Sports where I got, you know, I I said to the guys, look, you know, uh, if you want me to film with Sky Sports, you know, can we do some really sort of like some different stuff rather than the same old boring crap? And they were like, well, yeah, you know, we want Pike and. So, you know, one particular day we were in Scotland, it was minus nine. My boat was frozen solid on this lake and whatever. And, and I had to smash it up. And I said to the guys, look, guys, this was to Sky Sports, by the way. So it's a big crew. I says, guys, I really don't want any of this sort of like free music that you don't have to pay for. You know, this cheap techno crap that you put in the backgrounds of <laughs> yeah, right. porn yeah. music, you know, uh, or elevator music. You know, is there any chance we can get some sort of like uh, Leonard Skinner and going on? So we got permission to use some Leonard Skinner on some of my videos, which is pretty I cool. noticed that. Uh, yes. Great. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, which was really cool, which was unheard of in the UK. You know, I'm there pipe fishing away, smashing ice, and and we got these great soundtracks to it. You know, which kind of boosted it off. And then from then onwards, I got you know I got noticed. Uh, some you know lady found me on YouTube, and she says you've got a cool, unique voice, and uh, and we want to use you on the BBC. The BBC in the UK is huge; it's the main terrestrial TV. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, we need you on our TV show, the one show. And and uh, so yeah, so all these like these, these like bits of filming jobs came in, and so it's been pretty cool, you know. 
Yeah, that's crazy. That's it, wonderful. It seems like you've had uh, kind of a lot of awesome opportunities with people that just were very generous with their time with you. And I mean, starting with your father introducing you, like it. Yeah. It, it's crazy how you basically progressed just by fishing pretty much yeah. i mean you, by being yourself yeah by being yourself and you basically had people come up to you and say hey we want to have you do this we want to have you do that like it's <laughs> it's crazy you're living the american dream ant in the uk <laughs> you know what guys you know what guys I, I i'll say it now i'll be honest with you guys and everyone says it i was born in the wrong country man you know i'm yeah. walking around i'm what i'm walking around with trucker hats on and learning skin vests <laughs> you know drinking a budweiser sat on my porch singing <laughs> smoke you know that is just totally unheard of in the uk you know i'm making i made gumbo last night and then jambalaya this morning <laughs> I, 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 i'm not you know, I'm not. I'm not from the UK. Do you, do you <laughs> drive fun. a big full-size pickup too? <laughs> I I wish. I wish, mate. No, no, no. I wish. It's just a small car. <laughs> but uh, but no, you know, they're expensive. Getting back to oh, that yeah. sort of stuff. You know, it's it's just sort of, uh, and that's why I think. That's why I think you know these people sort of see me and they go, oh, this guy's a bit of an oddball. You know, you know, he's wearing like uh, you know raccoon hats. Uh, he's holding a pipe up, <laughs> sat in the middle of the city of Manchester in the UK, and little things like that. But that's the way I am. I won't think twice of wearing a fur coat. You know, <laughs> that's <laughs> yeah. That is the God's honest truth. You know, that's the God's honest truth. You know, these pictures on Facebook of me smoking a massive cigar in a fur coat, listening to music, and you know, and 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 I don't think I don't think I don't want attention. I don't want any. I don't think anything twice of it. I'm just I'm just being me. You know, you know. I, I like me fashion. You think Conor McGregor thinks he's, he likes the, the, the fashion? <laughs> Guys, he he learnt it off me. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. And I'll knock him out for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> did he did he learn the billionaire walk from you as well, Ant? Yeah, well, you know, he, he got that off me a little bit. You know, I taught him a few things. Yeah, I taught him how to jab a few times. You know, <laughs> hey, I hope it does some good on Saturday, though, buddy. Well, you know, I'm on the coast on Saturday. I'm, I'm doing some um, doing some sea fishing with my niece, who's a really big big fisher woman. She's proper into it, and uh, it's her wedding anniversary on Saturday, and she she wants to watch the match and that, but. I, I, I'm going to surprise her. We're gonna, I'm going to take her out fishing, and she wants to catch a few bass and stuff, so it's going to be pretty cool. Nice. Very cool, very nice. cool. Yeah. Go, Go ahead, bud. Crazy. Crazy let's, lifestyle. Let's switch a little, talk about the, the offshore, I guess what we would call it offshore fishing here, saltwater fishing or, or uh, yeah. shoot, I don't know what you call it, saltwater Jeez. Yeah, just Coast, sea coastal fishing. fishing. We call it yeah, sea fishing. The brine. Sea fishing. Yeah. <laughs> well, before you even the get brine. there, <laughs> before you get to ask your question, Stevie, yeah. I, um, my UK geography is way off. From, <laughs> from Manchester. Where, okay, I got it. From Manchester, though, well, how, I, it's no close way, to the coast. I'm nowhere near Zimbabwe. Right. Oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Manchester, <laughs> Manchester is like Man- east of Reading. 
Okay, I got that one. <laughs> yeah, somewhere there. You know, just yeah. just like Ant can't swear, I can't either. So don't don't, don't keep pushing my button. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's across the pond, man. No. So so yeah. Manchester to the coast. Like, what kind of distance are you talking about? You talked about growing up. Your your dad. You know, he basically gave up on the freshwater stuff, moved into the coastal fishing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. what's what's the drive time from where you're at, or at least where you grew up, <sighs> to to get to the coast from Manchester? Drive time to shit coast to shit coast where drive time from my door to the coast where we don't fish because it's shit is probably about one hour. Okay. But drive, to, but but that's Liverpool, obviously where the Beatles were from. Right. Yeah. And 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 drive time from my house to where we have another camp, uh, or what? That's what Canadians call it. I don't know what you guys call it. Another house or whatever. Um. And 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 that's 125 mile away, so that's two and a half hours drive. Ooh. So you know, and we're talking like you know, blue, real deep blue sea, good fishing, and really rugged coastline. You know, and it's a place called Anglesey. You know, if you guys get a chance to check it out, it's called it's North Wales Anglesey. So it's just like it's real sort of Celticy, rugged land. Sounds nice. I so, guarantee I can convince my wife to go there. Absolutely. Yeah, he, it's amazing, guys. Check it out, Anglesey, North Wales. You know, you've got a place here. If you want to come over, come fucking come, well, come stay with me. <laughs> no, per- that's perfect. Um, what do you catch don't, there? Don't tempt us with a good time. Yeah, you just got eight new best friends. <laughs> well, we'll just get a film crew in and film the, the whole situation, man, and we'll see what happens. You know, <laughs> it, it, it'll be an American invasion. And we'll bring some Lithuanians to film it. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll bring some Lithuanians. <laughs> we might even get a, a guy from Ontario to join us. Oh, yeah. That'd be pretty cool. That'd be, we'll, that have a, be cool. we'll have a fishing outing. We'll call yep. it the United Nations of Fishing. Yeah, boys. I like <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, boys. <laughs> okay, boys. <laughs> so so oh, what are you shit. catching in the in the salt? Uh, well, we're catching, you know, we're, 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 not ve- we're not very limited of what we catch. You know, we catch uh, a lot of small species. Yeah. So we, we, we're catching stuff like uh, we have a fish called a pollock. Okay. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you guys call it. You get a yeah. more sort of like. Pollock, uh, yeah. Like a yeah, yeah, yeah. We, cold water. Pollock. Mainly a pollock. We got, we got pollock. We got cold fish. We got cod. Uh, we got stuff like sea bass or bass. They look like a bit of a like a striper. Okay. Uh, uh, you know they don't get as big as stripers. They get maybe up to you know twelve pounds. Um, you know a, a double figure bass in the UK is the holy grail. So is it? You know. Uh, yeah, dude. We, we and we get like various other species. Like you know, uh, we we have we have a, a series of species called ras. Um, yeah, and they they kind of look like uh, like groupers, you know. They, they kind of uh, they look a bit like a grouper. They've got like human teeth, and and they're they're a great um, beginners fish, you know, because there's so many of them, you know. It's they're just easy to catch, and they fight like hell. They they really are a great sport fish, and they've become the new sport fish sea fish in the UK. Everyone's targeting them now, and and. Uh, what, yeah, they're really the cool, the great fun on light tackle, you know. You say it's a good Guinness fish, like it goes good with Guinness. Is that what? Is that what that means? Uh, Guinness. Isn't that what you said? Did I say? I think I think sport fish. 
I thought you said sportfish. They're a great sportfish. I, 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 heard, I heard Guinness fish. Yeah. Maybe I, I just need another beer. Guinness, I'm Guinness sorry. on the bridge. I'm I think, sorry. I think Guinness. Guinness is a big Guinness fan. <laughs> Is that just you thinking about alcohol? I think uh, yeah, so. Maybe. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> you see <laughs> right through it, man. <laughs> nah. nah, I didn't. I didn't say Guinness. I didn't say Guinness. Uh, great sport fish. That's the ras, by the way. They call the Ballon ras. You want to look them up on Google. Really nice fish. Now, now, Ant, like how did you say Jameson? <laughs> did you say Jameson? <laughs> I just, I thought I heard Jameson. Jameson, I could kill one right now. I'm literally on the last dreg of my bottle of red wine. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking at it now, thinking, shit, I could just kill another bottle of that stuff. So, and um, as far as like the ocean temperature goes, like, does it fluctuate a lot? Um, like, I know, like, where we're at, um, fluctuations. Uh, yeah, fluctuations. I know, like, where, where we're at, like, on our coast, like, the temp, the ocean temperature varies a lot. Like, what's, yeah, what's the temperature like over there? Does it vary a great deal throughout the year? Or does it stay fairly consistent? No, it, it 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 does definitely drop. It does definitely drop. Um, fishing becomes harder. What, whatever it drops to, I don't know. It, it obviously varies, but you know we've got various um, uh, uh, thermocline, whatever you call it, currents that that strip through, especially where I fish. Uh, and then you know all sorts of crazy species of fish turn up that shouldn't be there. Because they're getting mixed up, they're following the wrong currents, and yeah. and uh, you know, getting back to the sea bass or the bass that I target, uh, the be- the best time for for targeting the bass uh, because they're an amazing sport fish on laws, um, and they're, they're very big in the UK. Um, is around about probably from now right up until Christmas time, so December time. So okay. people think be- people think because they're a warm water fish, they you know. The, they, they they piss off to warmer countries and they, it, it's a load of rubbish you know they, they're there. I know guys that are commercial fishermen and they're catching they're catching sea bass right up until the end of December no you know December November December January February you know as whereas 10 years ago I'll be like the bass have gone now to Italy let's fish for another species but it's not man if you carry on fishing for them you'll catch them that's right they're still knocking about. <laughs> yeah, they're, de- they're definitely there. You're, they're definitely you're killing it. I had to get it in there. I mean, you're killing it. Like, I, I know a couple of pieces of slang. I'm gonna throw them in when I can. Yeah, uh, Ryan put on his knickers for tonight. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong. <laughs> and correct me if I'm wrong, but that Irish Sea that that's a pretty rough body of water. Do you like? Does it ever get calm there? Where you on the sea on that uh, west coast? You know what, dude? It, it honestly, for instance, yeah, I was I was there last week. I was there with my mom, and uh, we was there. Um, we've we we've got this holiday house, and we we could not come out of that holiday home on the coast for seven days because we had hurricanes, we had hailstones, we had snow, we had rain. Um, the sea was like 40, 50 mile high fucking waves or whatever. You know, it was it was unfishable. It was horrible. And that was on the Sunday. And then on the Monday, because it's got a right mind of its own, it was four mile, four mile an hour winds. And there was everyone that I knew that, that was out fishing after we'd come home. Wow. So that, that particular spit, if you look at Wales and you see Anglesey on the map, 
you've got this little tiny island. It's, it's go. just got its own little ecosystem world of its own. You know, you can't rely on the weather on the on the news on the TV. If it says, oh, you know, if I'm watching the weather now and I want to go fishing tomorrow, it says 90 mile an hour winds tomorrow. You just have to get up in the morning and 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 check for yourself because you can never you can never rely on anything. So it's a real good surprise, you know. So you, you know, so you wake up in the morning and it's like two mile an hour winds. You get out there fishing because and make the most of it because if you don't, then you ain't going. You, you know, anything can happen. Yeah, anything I, can happen. I was I got to uh, ride on a on a boat or a ship from somewhere off the coast, west coast of England to Dublin back in 1988, yeah. and and that was wow. not yeah, yeah. a fun ride. <laughs> because yeah, it was one right. of those 55 mile an hour wind days and it was rough <laughs> yeah i bet i bet i bet so i i'm just in my mind i'm i i imagine like that sea from the scene in harry potter where the family are all hiding over there on the coast <laughs> and haggard comes and finds them so i never saw Ex- it exactly Exactly like that, you know. It's so rugged; it's just unbelievable. So, you know? hats off if you're catching. Like I'm picturing you in like the full rain slickers and everything out there fishing. <laughs> you know, on so hardcore and icicles building in your beard. And <laughs> so it's great to well, hear that. Pl- yeah. There's plenty of pictures on uh, Facebook. So if anyone's listening now and you're thinking, "What is this guy? What are these guys talking about?" Look me up on Facebook. And there's some there's various pictures on 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 my Facebook page of all sorts of, you know, big waves, real remote, you know, typical British English sort of weather fishing, you know, and just check it out because we haven't got it easy, you know, we haven't got it easy. We the fishing in the UK from the little island we've got, you know, the pike fishing and all sorts of stuff. We I think we do I think we do all right considering the water we've got, you know. You know, I was fishing. I was fishing Lake in Canada, obviously superior, and that is like you could fit England in there about five times, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, you, <laughs> but like you, you bring it with like the perch you're catching. Those are some nice humpback perch. I'm they are, at. and and I like to eat perch. I mean, they're good eating fish too. Oh, they're delicious. And uh, yeah, hardcore. Yeah. That I mean, get one with a nice humpback on it. That I mean, you're that's a slab. Perch fishing in the UK is like very specialist, very very specialist. You know, we we to catch a two pound, three pound perch in the UK is is amazing. If you get a four pound plus perch, you are the don, mate. You are walking around with a massive head. And if you if if you if you catch a five pound perch, then you are the king. You know, which are very, 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 very far. I've never seen a five-pound perch. That must be. I heard they'll bite you if you catch a (laughs) five-pounder. Really? Queen herself. (laughs) I'd like to see the the queen dub him Sir Ant Glasgow of Manchester. (laughs) We'll start a petition for it. I know where they are. I know where there's some clonk clonkers in the UK. You know, you know. I I was there's a bit of a story here. You know about. a month ago, I was catching, you know, I was targeting big perch, you know, I was getting two, three pound fish. And then I hit a, a perch probably about a quarter of a pound. Um, we That's every, my we weigh right everything. Yeah, 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 well, we, this was on the drop shot. And as I hit this perch, it's sort of like seeing it, a flash of this perch. And then 
it dove and then a big swirl and I thought crap a pike's took it yeah so i'm fighting this fish i said to my mate get the net i said i think i've got a pike here now i'm fishing four pound fluorocarbon heartbreaker on the drop, on the drop. yeah on the drop shot that'll break mate, your heart I'm, I'm, my bum was twitching you know <laughs> my bum it was winking my bum was like a blood honestly mate it was like a blood orange i was like flickering <laughs> and, and i thought shit i'm gonna land this fish so i'm like I'm like, me mate, I says, Rich, you better get the net because I've got a decent pike on here. Anyway, it comes up and it was a massive perch. And this perch was four, over four pounds, wow. maybe five pounds. And, and what had happened was it had took the small perch that I had hooked on the drop shot. But because it, had, because it had swallowed the perch that I had hooked, the perch that I hooked had swallowed the hook. And I, there was no way I was hooking this big perch. And this perch has sort of like regurgitated this sort of like perch in front of me, in front of the net, and just thought like, thought like, shit, I'm going to get netted here. And this perch was a size bigger than a bigger than an American football, man. It was huge. Whoa. It was huge. So we, we've got some we, – we, far and few between, you've got to know where to go, but we've got some big perch waters here, you know, Um and, and, and like I say, you know, I've nearly smashed the UK record. Well, I've nearly smashed the Scottish U, UK record twice. Wow. Um, wow. A long time ago, but, you know, um, we've got some big perch, you know. And be good to get you. Yeah, I, I was in Canada and I was fishing a place called Brace Lake. And I got up one morning and I'm messing around, you know, and the Canadians, they, you know, their biggest perch, you know, if you catch a pound and a half perch over there, you are, you know, the queen. You are the man. Right. Yeah. And I was fishing away, and I hit this perch. And I used pound perch for live bait, or I used to do back in days. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, I don't do it now, by the way. But back in the days, you know, I back in my teens, it was quite brutal. And I hit this perch, and it was nearly three pounds. This is like the biggest perch we've seen in like twenty years. <laughs> and I caught it. I caught it. I caught it before we even started filming. I caught it, you know, on the dock. It was hiding under some boats, and I was using a tactic that I was using in the UK. And all it was was just casting a small jig head out with a little shad on, and just twitching it back really slow, letting it sink, twitch, 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 letting it sink to it, and it just went whack. And I thought it was a walleye, and it was a it was a big perch. So, wow, that's tactics, crazy. different different tactics, I suppose. Well, while you're telling stories about. Uh, yeah, memorable fishing trips. Tell us about the biggest pike you've ever caught over there. Ah, wow. The biggest pike I've ever caught, I don't really talk. Everyone in the UK asks, asks me all the time. I mean, I'm looking at a picture, and I'm sat in my living room now, and I'm looking at pictures on my wall there and from 2004. I'm looking at a fish there, which is very special. Um that no one's ever seen. It's not on Facebook. It's quite a, a very private fish that I, I wanted to keep it off Facebook because because it was very special to me. You know, I, I, uh, I getting back to you know. Um, Is there um, a around name two, yeah, around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, about two thousand and four, um, I uh, I split with my girlfriend and a friend of mine took me fishing and got me out of the house and basically made sure I didn't sort of like drink and just be an idiot and whatever. And, and we, we just got fishing and did, you know, we do a lot of dead baiting for pike in the UK. 
so we'll use a dead fish uh, on a on a on a float. I don't know if it, or you guys would call them a bobber or a strike uh, indicator. Yeah, yeah, yeah strike <laughs> indicator. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we'd put like a dead fish under this, like on a on a weight, and just cast it in, and just watch for this strike indicator float to just take off. <laughs> so, you know? so you're sitting around lamenting about your old lady, uh, listening to the Cure, like you know, yeah, it's probably the Cure. Probably yeah. sitting around in your underwear, and your buddy, your your, your mate comes and says, "I got a sweet, I got a sweet bobber spot." I want to get you out. <laughs> I'm going to get you out Excuse of this me. funk. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly how it was, you know. And, and I, you know, and 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 it got, you know, in, in the UK, like we've got really limited time with daylight, you know. So it's light in the morning at 9 a.m. and it's dark at 3 p.m. Oh man, Jesus. Three the- so anyway, cut a long story short, my float takes off and this fish comes up and it was it was a big fish, you know, it was 35 pound pike. So God. whatever that whatever that is in in length, what you guys do, but I you know I've had on the same lake I've had on five separate thirty pound plus fish. Wow, wow. So you know, and that was the most memorable pike that that I ever caught because I was going through the troubles. Everyone was catching around me, or my cousins was was catching big pike, and I was just sat there, just whinging and crying, and 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 then next minute, everyone was packing up, ready to go home, and I looked, and my float had just took off at the corner of my eye, and it was this big, huge pike, and there's there's a, there's a picture on Facebook actually where there's a picture of my head, and I'm, my head is next to this pike, and I'm unhooking it, and it's quite a famous photograph, um, and this this fish had a near near to two foot long head <laughs> wow <What? laughs> that's crazy you know there's a picture if you if you click on my name on facebook and, and glass called junior and then click in profile pictures go through your profile pictures and you won't miss the picture you'll just be like there's the picture he's talking about yeah that's it so, <laughs> no i think it was about 20 inches long the head Wow, that's so, whatever, whatever. It's twenty uh, inches, twelve. I think that fish cool. actually holds a special place in my heart now. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's, yeah. It, that, I want to see the picture. I bet they that both he and the pike each have a little tear in their eyes. Go through it, guys. Honestly, it's there. You know, I'll tag he's in it or whatever. But but, uh, but it was from it was from snout to gill. So that's how we that's how we measure the heads or whatever in, in the UK. But Boone and from, from snout to gill, you know, so. Wow. Big fish, big fish. But I had four. I had four that size over the over the past two years. After that, you know, it's. But I don't. I don't talk about them on Facebook because you know, I think it's about. Uh, I get asked all the time. You know, what's your biggest pike? Or what's your, what? You know, what's the biggest perch? And I, I, I've got a big sort of following from young anglers or guys that are just getting into fishing and. And I think, you know, it's kind of daunting um, sort of like scare people off with the big fish you've caught, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, And and fishing is a personal journey. It's not, you know, a lot of times it it is those moments that that lift you up and get you out of, you know – whatever mood yeah. or situation that you're in like that's what you that's why you fish and, and um, yeah yeah so. it is it is it is not everything well, has UK, to be made public it, you know if a one and a half pound perch yeah. it makes you happy and that's a great catch that day get you some get you I, some get great you some. for you you know 
I agree there, guys. I agree. I but, agree. But in the UK, I've noticed, you know, I'm, I'm a bit disappointed in the fishing industry at the moment in the UK because everyone's fishing to be sponsored. Everyone's fishing to be, you know, I've just caught a 20-pound pike. I want I want free gear, you know, and, and, and no one's working for the sponsorships. No one's working for this. And they just want instant stuff, you know, and that's not the case, you know. You know, I... I started off from from A and I've worked myself up to B, and these guys now that think that they can just jump straight to B after being after going fishing after you know a week, you know they've not <laughs> been brought with it, they've not been taught of the parents, yeah, you know, and it's kind of it's kind of winding me up a little bit, but you know, and 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 these are guys who are not helping people out like kids and stuff. These are guys that are selfish and just yeah. want to be like sort of like Kevin Van Dams of. Of, of the fishing world, and unfortunately, it doesn't work like that, you know. But there's they, a lot of backbone, there's a lot of hardcore shit that goes along with it, you know. But people see Kevin Van Dam now and don't understand that Kevin Van Dam has probably had a life very similar to yours, Aunt, where you've been doing that yeah. now for 32 Forever. years and yeah. you're 35. Yeah. So do the math. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. It, yeah. you've put literally a lifetime into this, into the industry. Yeah. A whole lifetime, dude. You know, I, I can't. There's been blood, sweat, tears. There's been fallouts. I've lost so many friends over the whole situation, you know, and, you know, family members and, you know, and there's been good times. There's been bad times, you know, and, 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 and it, it, it's been it's been an absolute roller coaster, you know. Um, you know, I, I literally, I'm in the middle of writing a book at the moment. But, you know, it's going to take another while. I've been writing this book now for about four years. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, and 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 you know it's not got a name, and I've not got a publisher yet. But you know, there's a lot of home truths in this book, and, and and you know, I know I've got a lot of people shitting themselves over it because they're thinking, oh my god, here we go, what's this guy got to yeah. put in this book? But at the end of the day, you know, it, it's the truth, and and that's you know, one guy said to me before, he's you know, he, he said he he put on Facebook, he says, you know what, Aunt? he says you're the most um, uh, honest person. He says there's that many. Even when I was with huge tackle companies, you know, I was I was hon- I was honest publicly about the laws or the gear, the rods and the reels or the braid that I was using. Saying, well, you know, the the Berkeley Fireline was all right, but I would go for this one, you know, or you know, the Savage Gear floating duck was all right, but I'd go for the smaller version, not the big version, or whatever, whatever it was. And I was too honest, and that's what I'm not, you know, that's what I'm more known about, you know. I just can't lie to people or sort of like, you know, I'm just too honest at the end of the day. Well, and you're real, and I yeah. think that's what comes across. The fact that you're not just plastering the, you know, the biggest pike you've ever caught everywhere, yeah. all across all your social media. Yeah. You're keeping that yeah. private. You're keeping it private for a very... I think, in my opinion, Definitely. noble reason. That's your sure. But but but, but even Definitely. what he pointed out too was that, you know he doesn't want to he doesn't want to um, make it feel daunting for new fishermen coming up like oh my gosh I got to catch one this big if yeah. I'm going to keep up with Ant like he's I agree. he's doing it for a very noble reason and yeah. that yeah. stuff speaks yeah. to us it comes across so don't think it's yeah. lost on anybody and I yeah. I like to pride ourselves us right now on Run River on the fact that we're finding these guys and we're talking to these guys yeah. that. Yeah, everybody we're talking to, these are real yeah. guys, like and and gals because we had puts gals his on pants last on week. one leg at a time. Yeah, like it, just but, like <laughs> just but like Stevie real. does. You know, yeah. they're not they're not putting it on a show pants. for any reason. <laughs> and, and, this guy's catching all of these massive fish 
in a Motorhead shirt. He's and, and with a glorious a beard. And yeah. <laughs> and he looks a lot like me. You sent that picture out this morning, Will, and I was like, is that me? Wait, is that him? The, Wait, is that me? There's he, a strike. Sure. Yeah. He said the same thing. He said, I, yeah. is that me? What's that word? Uh, doppelganger? Doppelganger. Yeah. yeah. Could be. <laughs> I'm going to shake your hand because you're my doppelganger. And we're going to meet one day. Before we move on, I just want to interject here. We had Go a ahead, very Phil. interject away, we, bud. We, interject. We had a, a yeah. similar con- conversation a few weeks ago about deer hunting, about bucks, and how we yeah. almost buck shame <laughs> hunters. Like, well, is that a 120? Is that a 150? How many points? And and <laughs> that's he, not what it's about. No, not at, not all. at all. And it's about going out there and doing just doing it and and yeah. and sharing that and and. Yeah. Living the yeah. life, and it's not about yeah. well, hanging on the wall. How do you get past the? Um, how do you pack a whole week's worth of fishing in like thirty minutes, or, or you know, or, or a whole day, day and a half worth of filming in the thirty minutes? I think that's one of the hardest things. I think <laughs> is lost on the whole. You know the whole game, the whole you know TV brings. Yeah. To, is it? It's not. You know, yeah. Uh, fifteen yeah. minutes. You know, five fish in fifteen minutes, and then uh, a commercial, and then another ten more fish. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. I mean, that's how it is every time I go out. But <laughs> maybe you should follow me. That's because you fall asleep after fifteen minutes, Ryan. <laughs> oh, that's right. I'm dreaming. <laughs> I'm dreaming. That's when oh, I take your shit. bait. And. What yeah. what what's a what's a like a fish that uh, on your bucket list? What, what would you really want to check off your list that you have not caught and you know gotten? Probably a carp. <laughs> yeah, Pens- carp. Pennsylvania carp. Carp. No, you know, you know, guys. I I have had a fascination with um, you know fishing for muskies since I was like five years old. You know. I used to get musky. My dad used to get musky fishermen delivered to my door when I was really young, and 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 straight away, you know, people would go, "Oh, it just looks like a pike," and I, and I knew straight away it looked like a pike, but it's got nothing to do with pike, you know. It's a, it's a separate species or whatever, yeah, yeah, whatever. And you know, it's a beautiful creature, and I've had this fascination since three years old with pike. And I've always wanted to catch a musket. I've never caught one. I've fished for them. I've mm-hmm. seen them. And I've had them coming up for top waters. That's good enough for me at the moment. And there's not many people in the UK that can say that. You know, I I shared an experience with Tyler. He'll tell you himself, you know. We were launching a boat on this lake. I can't remember the lake. And we were somewhere over in, in Canada somewhere. <laughs> and... Uh, and as we launching the boat, uh, the the nitro, uh, well, one of the guys' nitros, um, which was the film boat at the time, that's what the film crew was using because it was had a flat deck at the front. They could get the tripod on there and all that crap. And as they're doing all the hard work, I seen this tiny musket. It must have been about 12 inches long, you know. Wow. And it was definitely a musket. It was not a northern. It was not a northern. 
if I'd have caught that, if I'd have caught that, that would have been me. Yeah. You know, <laughs> a foot long musket, I'd have been the happiest man alive. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. And I, I rooted, I thought, shit, I need to go through my gear. Eh? I rooted for the full box of laws. And, I, you know, I'm using laws that I've not never been to Canada before. I'm using brands, uh, Scandinavian brand called Westin, which are huge. You need to check them out. Really cool, crazy guys. Scandinavian law company called Westin. Anyway, I'm not name plugging there, by the way. I'll just tell you this straight away. Uh, I'm just now getting back into fishing. Um, This is my first year back as a you know as like a an adult as yeah. an, a, a man <laughs> grow up Ryan man yeah. fisherman yeah um, yeah I used to fish a lot as a kid and stuff so like all I, there's like lures and things that I've never seen and and these guys have been throwing for years and uh, yeah so yeah. no just yeah whatever you have pearls you want to drop whatever it you know we, we don't, don't mind we don't look at it like that we're yeah. not beholden to anything and there's there's yeah, a company, no, cool, cool. there's a company called cool, Weston cool. like O N it ends in O N that does a lot of West. yeah well wow, okay a lot of outdoor industry stuff is this the same company or is this Weston I N like ends in I no this is West this is Weston I N it's a Scandinavian oh, company uh, W E S T I N Weston is a really cool company actually okay. it's, uh, um, uh, you know it's good stuff and, and and they supported me to go over to Canada with they sent me rods reels and stuff and um, anyway cut long story short I seen this little baby musket and I casted this little they do a big uh, Weston sort of like pipe fly type thing. And uh, big eyes on it, and and you can cast it. It's a casting. It's not a fly rod, a sort of fly. It's a casting fly, and I casted this fly at it, and this this little musky just hit it. I had it on for a brief. I had it on for a brief second, and then it came off. He saw it out. He saw it out. It. So I seen it. I hooked it. And in like four days, that was like that's all I seen of muskies. <laughs> I feel. I mean, I I blame Tyler. Yeah, I was yeah. gonna say we have to yeah. get you a better guide Tyler, here in Canada. We'll find you a better guide for next next time. Tyler, if you're listening to this, it your shit. <laughs> you know what? Boy. We we need to send him out to fish with uh, Midwest Fisher. That's Gow. who yeah. I was just yeah. mentioning. Yeah. We'll Christine, Christine Fisher, she's gonna be able to hook you up with some musky. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, uh, I'm sorry Tyler didn't do well for you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, uh, the other thing, the other facet of, of besides yeah. fishing, and I, I'm trying to move in this a li- along a little bit because uh, we're getting, we're bumping up, uh, yeah. coming up on the yeah. end of the show. But, like, um, okay, we still got time for sure. I don't want to cut this too yeah. short. Yeah. But what, I want to get into is the other side of uh, of you and and is the music the the thing that you know uh, maybe doesn't drive you but propels you through life. He's the rock and roll predator <laughs> fisherman. The rock and roll <laughs> right on <laughs> predator fisherman, dude. Yeah. Uh, you know, guys, uh, it's just sort of like. Uh, I grew up. I grew up with a big sort of like uh, music family. You know, my dad was in a band. He, he wasn't in a famous band, but he ended up getting to know lots of famous people and being security and being involved with all sorts of stuff. And he was a biker, and you know, he was a top guy, the old fella. And uh, 
and 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 so he he basically he he introduced me to music he you know the first ever band he introduced me to was uh the eagles you know i i you know i was listening to i was listening to the eagles you know i was hotel california and yeah yeah yeah, you know i was getting really into that sort of stuff and then it ran down my throat then uh, you know, and then, and then it's sort of like you know, I, I took I took a bit of a turn and started listening to more sort of like southern rock, which was like back at the back of the time was like Government Mule, um, Lynyrd Skynyrd, the Almond Brothers, um, Grand Funk Railroad. Yeah, yeah, all that sort of stuff, you know, <laughs> and and and, and, and original stuff like. Yeah, you know, and then and then and then I'd, I'd look into sort of like the deep sort of like um, getting into that sort of where it all originated from, like getting involved with like um, um, John Lee Hooker and and sort of like original blues music and um, you know and and, and then I, you know music was sort of like my escape from fishing, you know, and and then I met all these people. And their escape from music was fishing, you know. And and wow. you know, um, get, getting back to Mike Estes, I met him over Facebook about eight years ago. He he was obviously involved with Skinner, massive one of my favourite bands. And I was like, wow, is this guy sort of like contacting me? You know, this is just sort of like surreal. Is this like a fake Facebook guy? And <laughs> he's like, no, nah. honestly, it was great. And he invited me to one of the concerts in the UK, and I went there and and. He was talking about fishing, and I was talking about music, and it was like, well, <laughs> you shut up about music, and, 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 and I was like, no, well, you shut up about fishing. <laughs> you know, and, and, that, and that's how it was, you know, that's how it was. And, and, and then I ended up meeting all these people, these actors and all this stuff, and there's a friend of mine, I, I won't mention his name, but he's involved. I'm not name-plugging, by the way, because I won't mention his name, but he's in the new um, Justice League film. And he plays uh, okay. he plays he plays a big character in the Justice League, and right. he stayed here right right where I'm talking now on the couch that I'm that I'm talking to you guys, and he slept on it. And he's what? he's a, he's a massive fisherman. He could have stayed in any hotel he wanted to, but he stayed in my 200 year old cottage in the middle of the UK. No kidding. Uh, he's a really good friend of mine. He was in Zero Dark Thirty. He was in a film called The Bank Job with Jason Statham. Uh, he was in. He was in quite a lot of films. Huh. He was. He, he, he was in Invictus with uh, Morgan Freeman. So he's a top, 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 top guy. Um, and he stayed here, you know. And he's massive, massively into fishing, you know. And this is the kind of like shit or oh, the, the stuff. Was it Morgan Freeman? It is Morgan Freeman. It was, wasn't yeah, it? More, <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Yeah. Well, I wish. <laughs> And no, this, 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 this I was guy, trying to think of somebody that's in that many movies. And Glasgow Jr. was my best good friend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, One time he put me up for the night. You just don't know. You just don't know he was into fishing. That, that's, that's that sort of like. Yeah. Uh, Joe I, Collins uh, might even be into it. You, you just never. Phil Collins, well, yeah, yeah I, I don't him. know about Phil Collins, you know, he's, 
I did, yeah, I did. There's a story, yeah, everyone knows about this story. He, you know, I mean, he's big. Well known now. Phil Collins is huge in the U.S. And I, but I hear stuff like I, I've talked to you know several people from across the pond, <laughs> and it's just he's not as popular over there. I knew three girls growing <laughs> up. They were triplets, and their names were Sue, Sue, Sudia. <laughs> But he has, he has to duct tape his sticks to his hands now because he's sort of like can't play anymore. So he's sort of like gorilla glues his sticks to his hands and then plays the drums or whatever. But um, he's like that he, wind yeah. up monkey. Like, oh, I was gonna say the guy from Def Leppard. No, you uh, can't. Uh, too soon. That happened over thirty years ago. He's got one arm. It's not that too soon. I knew a guy that went to Halloween as that guy. He just carried one drumstick and tucked his arm in one sleeve. <laughs> Come on. He did. That was back. I believe you, kind oh, of. Shit, these guys are having me in stitches. That's if you're listening, everyone. <laughs> oh, shit, man. Proper on my wavelength. I really want every, everyone in the UK, if you're going to ever listen to this, this is just like, this is how... This is how interviews should be, you know. This is this is like reality. None of that. What's your personal best? And then what bait did you use for that? This is real life stuff. So just just take that in mind. I'm talking to the UK people, by the way. We can, can let them know as soon as they just go back, listen to all of our episodes, because when we interview anybody, we're always out there. And we're just gonna we're gonna take the Mickey. We can. You know what I mean, <laughs> we can teach the UK how to build a sonic campfire. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Oh shit! So, oh guys, I swear to God, this is this has got to be like I've done I've come to, I've done a lot of interviews in my time, but this has got to be like one of the most sort of like fun one that I've ever done. So yeah, and it's like talking to about five Bamajeras as well. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're absolutely sure you yeah. weren't born in the U.S. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next time we do an interview, you need to get you need to grab an Amish dude off the streets and drag him in, yeah. so I can have a chat with him because that would be pretty good. <laughs> you, you know oh, what? you want to go rock? Well, I'll pop it. You know what's <laughs> interesting? <laughs> when I was growing oh, up, crap. I enjoyed listening to the bands that he was living with, just like he was listening yeah. to the bands that I was living with over here. I loved. The Who, Pink Floyd, Def Leppard. No, yeah, Led, I Zeppelin. To them. Led Zeppelin, yeah. Britney Spears, um, uh, Kanye West. Just yeah. classic rock and roll. I heard the Biebers from over there. Oh, oh God, yeah, is yeah. classic, classic British rock and roll. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Which, which, which. Which, which I must admit, you know, that's one thing that we are good at is 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 uh, classic rock bands, no? Yeah. Which um, Jimmy, unfortunately, which Jimi Hendrix did you like? Um, the well, Seattle one or the British one? I kind of like the Seattle one. Um, <laughs> I think he's pretty much although, straight away. He just rumor, he got popular in England. Yeah. Well, well, he was born in Essex, apparently. Really. Yeah, I don't know how true that is. It's probably a lot of bollock, a lot of crap. That's bollock. You can say that here. Bollocks. I think that doesn't. We yeah. don't even yeah. know. Yeah, we, we don't have know to bleep out bollocks. bollocks right? sure with that. I don't even. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I say it all the crap. time. You might as well just said marigolds. <laughs> That's a, a load of marigolds. marigolds. <laughs> 
But you know, you know, I, literally, I've got like as I'm looking at my TV screen now, I've got the Who on pause because when you guys phoned me, I was listening to Tommy. Can um, you hear me? Um, yeah, well, well, yeah, I had a bit of Tommy on. His name's you know, Ian. I've got my favourite. <laughs> Why would you album. ask him that? <laughs> Who, who's next? Who's next is probably one of their one of their best albums. My favourite song by the Who's Barbara O'Reilly. That's yeah. an amazing yeah. track. Uh huh. You know, that song comes on. It's like you know, it's it's just like you know, just, stop everything. Yeah, amazing. It's just like hairs on the back of your neck. What about Rush? End, you know, it's what. What about Rush? I don't mind Rush. I don't mind Rush. Um, uh, I like, Rush is uh, just like, all right with me. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not really into that prog scene, but I like 2012 yeah. or 20, 2112. Yeah. Uh, sort of like the rock opera style, no singing. But um, you like the scorpions. Apart from that, I like the scorpions. Yeah, I love the scorpions. Nice. Uh, Skid Row. Um, uh, you know what? Music, music. I, I, the Ramones. I just my music varies from punk to classic rock to you know a bit of Beethoven maybe. Yeah, yeah. You know, the you kink. touch on it every you, once in a while. You just kind of the kinks. <laughs> we'll we'll agree on the kinks, well, that, right? <laughs> you know, Ray Davis, an amazing guy. You know, um, Ray Davis of the Kinks, an amazing guy. He's got a song there called Ape Man. I don't know if yes, you've heard it. I love that song. It's an amazing song. You know, every time I go to have a shave, I play that song and it puts me <laughs> off from having a shave. <laughs> <laughs> you need this. You need this every once uh, in a while when you get weak. You know what I mean? But uh, I might have to play that song on repeat for me. I hear that. <laughs> But I love my music, you know. I'm more into I'm more into um, my southern rock music, you know. I really like um, uh, Lynn Skinner, Blackberry Smoke, Almond Brothers. I love all that sort of stuff, you know. The Government Mule, that fog is hat. sort of where me, the Fog Hat, Molly I, Hat shit. Yeah, I was gonna that's ask. Where me, that's, that's my that's childhood, Ann. <laughs> I was gonna ask rock you if, roll, if uh, like, uh, who's the new, like, what's the newest kind of rock you listen to? Well, a southern rock band, saying that, some rock band, maybe I think they're from Texas, and I've met them, top, top guys, and I think they're in a bit of fishing, and that's Cadillac 3. Gotcha, gotcha. The, Cadillac 3, look them up, guys. I they they are massive. They are massive. They are getting so big now, it's unbelievable, you know. They, they were a band that I was kind of humming an hour in about five years ago, and now they are huge. If they play in the UK... You cannot get anywhere near him. Wow. And another band as well, another band that I'd like to mention before, you know, before you guys get pissed off with me is is is, is a band called Whiskey Myers. The amazing guys. The 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 so talented. I'm not name plugging them. I know one guy in their band, and he's called Cody Tate. He's a top top guy, and uh, he, he you know he likes a bit of fishing. And they're just great guys. It's new music, new southern rock music, and it's just it's just it's just great, you know. Um, for for me from the UK, you know, I, like I keep saying, I was born in the wrong country. We've got the Who, we've got Zeppelin, but we haven't got Skinnerd, we haven't got Blackberry Smoke, we haven't got you know um, the Almonds. So so it's tit for tat. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah, it's a uh, yeah. I I'm so glad that. We finally made this happen, and and it kind of happened in short order, which I can 
I can't even tell you how much I appreciate because uh, every once in no. a while we go back and forth with different people and it takes uh, yeah, two weeks. months to get weeks to get people on, you know, and, and um, <laughs> it's just for whatever reason, our schedule, their schedule. And yeah, uh, yeah. this this happened very quickly and I cannot even begin to thank you so much. I, I think we've just found another brother Absolutely. and a brother. Who t- just yeah, taught us definitely. how to speak English? Yeah, the right, the right way. Old, old English, exactly. And Shakespearean, maybe redneck English. This yes. is our oh, redneck yeah. version. Oh, I like English that. Can we call it like redneck bloke? Push can. You can call it what you want, mate. All right. But yeah, you know, it's been a pleasure, guys. You know, it's been amazing. I really do. Thank, you know, thanks for sort of listening to me bull crap in and 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 me ranting and raving and and uh, no, you know, it's it been. Was... It's Right. Guys, I, we about forgot one thing. And speaking about connections and real people, yeah. we need to make a connection because the only other person I know from the UK who loves us, who follows us, and who is a huge fan of us is Orange Peel. Neil Orange Peel Endicott yeah. out of Nor- He's uh, Northumberland. Cumberland. Uh, Cumbria. Somewhere in England. Oh. He's north of you. Yeah. Northumberland? Is that? Northumberland. Oh, no. That sounds about yeah. right. Two hours from me. Two hours from me. He's not that far. Not that far. Yeah, Neil's. We love Neil. He's the best. He's a great guy. So now we have yeah. two great cool. friends in the UK. I, I, I yeah. had to throw that out there and make that connection, guys. That's um, cool, that dude. You know, I've never heard of the guy to be honest with you, but I'll certainly look him up. You know, and 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 to have to have these contacts. You know, at the end of the day, you know, we 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 might live in a different country and. You know, but um, you, you know, at the end of the day, we're all like hunters. We're all fishermen, and you sure. know, we, we we all talk the same talk. You know, we're all share the same sort of stories. We all get excited about the same sort of stuff. So, you know, it doesn't matter. When I went over to Vegas, man, you know, I was with Kevin Van Damme. I was I spent a bit of time with him talking about the stuff that we're talking about now, and he was mesmerized with that sort of stuff. Yeah. You know. Um, which was crazy, you know, mental stuff, you know. I'm there doing a, a live demos of flicking frogs under lily pads for Pike, and these guys are standing on stage flicking frogs in cowboy boots, big buckles and cowboy hats, man, and, <laughs> and, and caiman shoes and boots and shit. That's my kind of stuff, man. I love that. I love that kind of stuff. That is like, that's like... Right up my street. I'm there in my Converse doing these shows, and this guy's there in his ten grand alligator shoes, like doing demos. But he was just an, he was just a fisherman, you know. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the same with Bill Dance. What a top guy, you know. What a top top guy. And we were all just and, and and I'm there. I'm there talking like I am now from little old Britain. And these guys, they, they loved it, you know, because, you know, but, you know they, they thought it was like some sort of alien. But it was some <laughs> no. geek. But, but, but at the end of the day, I was doing stuff that, they, that they're that they doing, you know. They're, only they're chasing largemouth bass and I'm chasing big northern pike. Well, no, but they're hearing the same thing we're hearing, and that's somebody who's being real. Yeah. Like, that's, that's why it's picking up, brother. I mean, yeah. you're, you're on fire because you're real. Yeah, and if anybody has any problem with the English... Uh, yeah, you know, translation. Give us a call. You yeah, know, yeah. I'm kind of fluent a little <laughs> now in the English, the English translations. So, you know, 
<laughs> if you're not getting it, just give me a call. We'll get we'll get you up yeah, to speed. I'll send them your way, brother. I'll send them your way. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to you lot. I won't like to mess with you lot. I've seen pictures. <laughs> he doesn't carry that chainsaw everywhere. Don't worry. That's uh, a girl's chainsaw. chainsaw. That's a girl's chainsaw. Zombies and shit. <laughs> uh, so, um, and I, how can people reach you? Uh, you know, going forward, what, what's a, a good way to get a hold of you or, or just to follow you and in the every day? Uh, well, you, the best way to follow me, I haven't got any private pages, you know, or anything like our websites and stuff because I feel there's no need for that sort of stuff. You know, if you want to, if you want to get me, you know, get me on Facebook and glass cold junior, um, I've got a few family members in there called Ant Glasgow, but look for Ant Glasgow Jr. And, and that's how you will find me with the JR at the end. Um, you know, I'm a father's son. He was Ant Glasgow. I'm Ant Glasgow Jr. Uh, I'm the original Ant Glasgow Jr. So just look, just look me up. Get me up on uh, Ant Glasgow Instagram. Angler. Ant Glasgow Angler, yeah. Ant Glasgow Angler. Junior, whatever, Ant Glasgow Junior on Instagram, and just look me up, man. If if anyone's got any questions or fishing in the UK or music or whatever's coming up in 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 the UK or Europe, just give me a shout, guys, or whoever's listening to this, because you know I'll I'm not the type of person to ignore people. I always get I get to everyone. I make time for everyone. Uh, I get I get a hundred mails a day messages a day you know and I, I i make time for them sort of people you know and uh, which i think is important because if you start in, in, ignoring people then it gives you a bad name bad name you know i got i got ignored when i was a kid when my dad couldn't be there for me to help me out and i was on my own and i wanted to borrow a hook or wanted to tie a hook and i was you know in the uk the the anglers at the time are horrible so you know There's no room for that now these days. Everyone should help each other out, and uh, that's what it's all about. You know, it's about encouragement. So, if anyone's got any questions, just just find me on Facebook, give me a call, and uh, you know, Bob's your uncle. Give us a shout. You got it. Absolutely awesome. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. No. Thanks. Thanks for the opportunity. I really do appreciate you. uh, You you know, you talking to me, and uh, you know, and uh, yeah. Thank you. Yes, sir. It's been an absolute, been an absolute pleasure, guys. (laughs) Thanks, Ant. Appreciate it. See you, man. Keep on cracking on. We just hung up, and I want to call back. What a bloke. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Let me tell you. I, we, I know, uh, and he is awesome, super guy. We say the same thing every week, but I, I think in the middle of this interview, I was thanking the good Lord for making me, letting me be a part of R two, just so I can talk to all these interesting people, and and how thankful. Like every week, we invite somebody so interesting in. It's it's an adventure. I I don't even have to leave the state, my locale. To feel like I've gone somewhere, I've learned something, I've I've had a I, I took a trip, and uh, what we're, a, we're what completely a great blessed, trip. and it's awesome to share Absolutely. our you know our interactions with with everyone. So, um, what would we learn that Ryan has an absolute twin? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to visit him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's no question. You know the thing about him. That that got me is he he not one time did he let on about uh, you know his popularity uh, over there and 
and that I think is really the driving force that makes him so popular. You, you said know? it during the interview, Stevie. He's painfully humble. Yeah, yeah. It it Be- was uh, it is. That's what makes him so, you know, endearing. Uh, endearing, yeah. So that that was really uh, awesome. All, all our pleasure. So. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, you got anything new for the week? I mean, I, I, I mean, I could start, but I don't. I mean, <sighs> <laughs> just start. Just start. Ahead, just start. <laughs> That's it. Uh, I want to hear about it. I caught a catfish. You did. You did. I thought, I thought you already had one. Is he okay? I like the fish. Yeah, he's fine. Oh. Yeah, he's doing fine. He's in recovery. Uh, <laughs> Where'd you catch him? <laughs> no. Um, what bait were you using? What are your GPS coordinates? I, I can't exactly. Let me tell you exactly. Where exactly. Yeah. So tell us the story, bud. So last night, first time out Susquehanna, um, you know the wounded knee hole. <laughs> Produced again. Nice. <laughs> on a school night, nonetheless. On a school night, normally where it's a lot, the the water levels are a lot more cooperative, and we've been catfishing for a month now. Yeah, it's been a rough summer. Yeah, and uh, but you know, here we are. It's we're getting ready to start hunting, and oh, we haven't yeah. been we haven't really been catfishing. So uh, we made it happen last night, and. You could tell that these fish weren't, they hadn't been fished. Yeah. Like, they were just knocking rods all night long. They were ornery. Um, yeah. We caught we caught a bunch that we didn't, you know, post pictures of or anything like that. But, like, um, it just, it was awesome. I mean, it was just to be out there on the kayaks so middle of the you night. You had your new kayak. I, the new to you kayak, right? Your thirteen yeah. footer. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. How'd that do? Perfect. Yeah. I mean, it's perfect. The you know, it's just perfect. Yeah. I, I, we have it all set it up, you know, the way we need to set it up for the catfish, and um, which uh, just adds another bar and some rod holders, and it's it's unfortunate for me because my what's new is. I'm super busy again because kids started school and all they the sports did. started up uh, again, and I didn't get to go with you. There's really <laughs> one highlight that I need to just tell you before, you know, before I just get off this the subject. But well, tell us, bud. <laughs> so How don't it? hold it in. I hadn't. I've never seen anything like it, and and I just started last year was my first year catfishing on the kayaks. Um. So what we do is we just we anchor up one of us and then we tie the boats together. So last night it just happened to be catfish and I. We were using some live bait. Uh the biggest one, we throw it out and yeah, the the, the all night long these rods are bouncing like they're getting hit. They're um but nothing's you know nothing's taking the bait. And you know it's on when the rod goes down. Right. And just stays down and just, you know, bobs a little bit. Like your uncle. Like, you know, bobs your uncle, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm saying. Uh, so, I, I'll never forget it. But had these little nibbles. And then all of a sudden just wham. Like the rod, like tip, like bends almost like a straight U. And just, you know, just, I don't even know, like a whipping motion uh-huh. and then 
as quick as it did that, just straight back up again. And it shook both the boats. Wow. And Catfish goes, in his Catfish way of being excited, uh-huh. that was a big fish. <laughs> <laughs> and and you know if you've got Catfish saying, that was a big fish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking it can eat me. Yeah. It, <laughs> when he's saying that's a big fish, it, that's, that can eat me. It like soccer punched our boat. Like it was just like, it, it totally, it was a big... I don't want to say be crude, but it was like a big F you. Like, I'm taking your tackle. I'm taking your bait. Uh, and I'm going home. You know, it was. <laughs> it was like gone. That's exactly what it was. Well, well, so it, it it tried to take a hold of you, it, as Ryan would say. It, 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 <laughs> it tried to take a hold. <laughs> it took a hold to you. It took a hold to you. <laughs> well, turned to catfish. It was like, we're going to need another kayak. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I think we need a bigger kayak. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to need another boat. Uh, It was just amazing. So bait gone. Yeah. Bait gone. And we had a couple decent sized fish, you know, the rest of the night. And uh, I I couldn't ask for a better start to the, you know, the flathead catfish and see that we didn't get a channel cat. Normally you get early, you'll, you'll catch a couple channels. Um, but it was all flatheads. It's flat a beautiful night too. It's yeah, you guys perfect. A great night perfect. to go. Beautiful. Yeah. How about you guys? Uh, how about you rub it in? I didn't get yeah. to go with you catfishing. <laughs> Did I tell you I caught a flathead? Yeah, it was we... awesome. <laughs> well, I've been out for a little while. Yeah, you're just yeah. fresh back from what, uh, paternity leave, right? Yeah. Uh, R2 just let me come back off of uh, paternity leave. Um, well, I called HR, and I was like, how much enough's longer? Enough Yeah. enough. Can I let this guy out? He's <laughs> fresh out of short-term disability. Yeah, they told me I had to stop milking it. <laughs> so, it's getting uh, ridiculous. Yeah, I know. Um, no, but <laughs> I had uh, my, my little, little boy um, back in July. So um, Liam Paul Parkins. Getting a lot of sleep. Oh, yeah. Been yeah. sleeping in every day until oh, yeah. about 10. Your yeah, nipples are chafed. I yeah, saw. my nipples are just oozing raw and bleeding. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, but I, we'll I take your it. word for it. I have at least been able to, you know, start getting everything prepped up for the archery season, being him as much. So that's that is the one good thing. Got you already had your stands up before the baby came, right? Most. Yeah. I mean, th- you can never have all your stands. Most up. of I mean, your stands. And I'm doing stands this weekend again. I mean, God love you. <laughs> Kyle's got a sweet new setup. I do. He's shooting a sweet new bow. Yeah. I, well, that was another thing that happened. I got a new bow. Yeah. The uh, Bowtech Rain 7. So excited to be shooting that. Um, you, I don't know what you shot before. Is, are, you, are, you, are you a Bowtech guy? No, I'm actually pretty neutral to brands. My first bow was actually a PSE. Like that's what I started with. My latest one was a a diamond, and then I pretty much went to the archery shop with like an open mind, and was like, I, I thought for sure I was going to be walking out of there with a Matthews or a Hoyt, and I shot pretty much every bow down the line, and it. I came down. The final three were the Matthews, the Hoyt, and the Bowtech, and I shot all those side by side. And I was like, I for whatever. I don't know if it's just me, but the Bowtech shot smoothest and best for me. Did you find out that you weren't a twenty nine inch draw? That was 
Was that the yeah. biggest yeah, surprise? Yeah, that was the, the biggest surprise was uh, my, my draw length. <laughs> it's 36 inch Thir- draw 38 length. inch draw length. <laughs> what what did Botex say when when you told him you were a 29 inch? Well, he laughed. <laughs> he actually laughed at me. He's just like, really? I was like, yeah. It's I a get long that story. a lot from people when I say I'm a 29. <laughs> but yeah, now I'm actually shooting a bow that's the right draw length that's for good. me, so that that feels good. Makes Congratulations. It does. But yeah, it definitely feels good to be back back at the table with you guys. Speaking of uh, of babies, yeah, our our good buddy David Kyle. David Kyle, yeah. you know what? You know what he did? What he he said do? when life gives gives me lemons, yeah, make babies. I'm gonna make a lemon. <laughs> make uh, one. You did, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> See what I did yeah. there? Uh, yeah. Welcome, yeah. yeah welcome, uh, lemon Kyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's a good looking. Good-looking baby girl. A healthy she baby. Is. Healthy yeah, baby girl. Healthy. Yeah. Congratulations, David Kyle. Yeah, congratulations, David Kyle. Mr. Kyle. Get you some. David Kyle, R2 Kyle. All these Kyles. David yeah. Kyle's everywhere. Yeah, it's, it's a great name. Just yeah. solid all around. First name, last name, middle name. Just everybody Kyle, should. Kyle, I going to have a, a baby named Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. So the, the, the Miser family, the Chambersburg Miser family, got a new addition. Oh, yeah. And it's not a baby. <gasps> what? We've got... Enough of them. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, we got we got enough of them to go around. Well, we yeah. got enough of them to go around for now, anyways. We uh, we got a camper. Short term housing. It, it, yeah, some short term housing for when my <laughs> kids send me to the poorhouse. Now we 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 finally uh, we've been debating over a, a year last year, you know, what to get, and, and we we my wife found the. Uh, a, a big pop-up camper. Yeah, that thing's massive. It's a tank. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, it was a lot of fun. So we, we went out this past weekend and um, for the inaugural camper. And I'll tell you, if you've ever taken three... Camper-a-thon. Camper-a-thon. If you've ever taken three little kids, uh-huh. uh, two, five... What are my kids? <laughs> two, four, and six. Three, five, and seven. Uh, but yeah, basically three, five, and seven, and two Prime dogs. Numbers. In a, uh, <laughs> yeah. we're taking three kids and two dogs camping. You'll uh-huh. know that you're a lot more tired Sunday evening than you were Friday evening. No, it so. was a relaxing vacation it, weekend it, you had. Not, not at all. <laughs> not, not at all. all. But I, uh, I did want to ask you in that picture that I saw of your new camper. Yeah. Off to the right hand side, over your picnic table, there was like a awning type. Screened oh, yeah. in thing was that something you brought with you? Yeah, that was something I brought. That's with impressive. Me. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, you did it right, buddy. Yeah. So yeah. there's a, like a small it's just room over <clears throat> a room over top of the picnic table yeah. there. Yeah. Room over my hammy. Room, rooms over my hammy. Now this <laughs> that's was, this is just in your backyard, right? <laughs> I wish. No, this was uh, this was yeah in Cumberland County. In, in true miser style, like. You, you like if you would have did it true miser, you would have driven to like whatever destination. Yeah, got mad and just drove home and then set it up at home. Well, I I, I, I did have Is that it miser set up fashion. At home yeah, you've yeah. been running under that fashion for a while. <laughs> yeah, you just got me. Like, I'm not, you know. I uh, now I have a name for it. There were times <laughs> during the fashion. weekend where I almost did like because I don't know, you know, the kids were having they were just being kids. There were times where I, you know, was you turned the thing around. I was almost my dad like that's it, pack it up, we're going home. Oh yeah, uh, 
I'm sure it was it the was kids' close. fault. They were probably like, but father, we would like father, to go camping. We are so sorry. No, it was... It was fun though. Don't no, don't. Your kids are like have ki- Faja. Have kids, get a camper, take them outside. My kids, lo- you know, loved being outside. So that was that was the important Good thing. Good for you. Yeah. Awesome. Way to go. Thanks. We're definitely going to be using that. It has a nice we AC. Should. Yeah. Yeah. It has a shower. <laughs> wow. I'm in. <laughs> that was the deal breaker. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, Philip. Felipe. Felipe. Did you guys leave the best for me or something? Yeah, yeah. Always. Always. Oh, Mr. Phil. I don't know. If, you know, I had a great day this past Saturday uh, with three of the brothers of the Rutten River Pursuit podcast. You guys were doing some good, weren't you? It was a great day uh, with the National Wild Turkey Federation, um, the Stony Creek chapter yep. of the NWTF. Uh, we were at Penn Harris uh, Gun Club mm-hmm. in Middletown. And we had their Jake's Day. We helped out. We we didn't have it, but we helped out with their Jake's Day. Um, you which guys, is a great a great event. Yeah, oh. you guys helped out in archery. You guys helped out. You and Catfish and us guys. Catfish mom, ran the, the the pond area like I he, bet he did. It was pretty. Fun. Yeah. Oh, it was it, it. And I had a fantastic time hanging out with Ryan and. All right, little lady. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> teach you how to run this whopper plopper. First of all, you gotta go. Wop wop plop 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 wop wop plop. <laughs> he and did try to explain it. He he may have over explained it, but I mean, <laughs> he tried to explain it to him. Were they running whopper ploppers at the Jake's day? He was. He was. <laughs> he brought his own. Yeah. Here's a trout magnet. I'm gonna run this whopper plop. That poor little girl was like, but Mister, he said to just put worms on the hooks. Well. He's wrong. He's wrong. <laughs> We're going to catch some bass, not bluegill. <laughs> and, and, and what was great was uh, Ryan and I were sending the kids up. <laughs> oh, yeah. we uh, Phil and I were we were in charge of the archery station. Yeah. So we were teaching the kids. How many stations were there? There was like eight. eight? Yeah. I think eight. It's wow. Like a black powder. Like how many kids from... What? Three until what? Seventeen was the oldest I heard. I don't know. You get, could but, shoot black yeah. powder. You no get kid. to learn about the black powder. That's you, great. They have turkey tactics. They had uh, the make hall making. One of the stations was about trapping. Trapping. I mean, they learned about how to set traps. What you can trap in Pennsylvania. It was, it was amazing. My personal favorite station. If I was like. The nine-year-old, ten-year-old kid, which we do have so video out there. Inside, little Phil was the. <laughs> Hatchet and knife throwing station, which I think uh, I know. I don't I think, think it Uncle was, Catfish yeah, had some video it, out there. It was, yeah, that was cool. It was very um, uh, five-time state PA, Pennsylvania state champ hatchet throwing champ. Or, yeah, wow. Tom Hawk toss. Wow. So I mean, it, just hanging out. Yeah. What's up? And this was all for kids. How many kids you figure were there? Like just uh, there was like sixty. Based on the number of groups that came through the eight different stations, I'm going to say the actual number of kids participating, yeah. I think, was around 42. 40, yeah. Something. So which was a, down a little bit from the previous yeah. year. So, so each of those kids goes through those eight different stations, yeah, there stations were groups of, modules. Whatever. Yeah, we had them at each station for about 30 minutes, which wow. was That's a lot a, of time for, yeah. for groups of four or five at a time, well, four to eight at a time, um, talking to them about archery, like where we were at. Giving them a quick background, talking to them about the parts of a bow, parts of an arrow, and then the 
of, of course, we talked about the safety, sure. the range. That's great. And uh, then we got him in. We had him shooting. We taught him how to figure out which eye is uh, dominant because we had left-handed A and right-handed bows that NWTF brought. It was a it was very good time. And then the parents getting involved, asking questions themselves. and uh, Awesome. It they're, was fun. They're talking it was fun. There, okay. and, 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 and I think it's one of the best-kept secrets. How many... Like how many of these outdoor events did it, does a kid get to actually shoot a real bow and arrow? Yeah, it was a, and it was our first time. I had so many people like afterwards, like at work and stuff. Oh, didn't you tell me you're doing that? Yeah, uh, yeah. And I've been. <laughs> I, I, I just I didn't know what to expect. It was our first time there. Some things are run better than others, and and that I would definitely be recommending. Shout you know, out yeah, to that was good you know that the kids you know your kids yeah. would have loved it. Yes, uh, they would have uh, at least it. taken second place in the turkey calling contest. You would have. Well, no, your well, kids would have. Kids. <laughs> Ryan and his kid took first and second, uh, and then Ryan wanted right. to post w- pictures. Stolen valor. Yeah, he stole some valor this weekend. Oh, uh, yeah, Hunter did pretty good, didn't he? Yeah, actually, he he came there. I would I brought him along. Um, a because I had to babysit him, and B because I knew he would at least have a good time. He. He came with me to the event under the impression that he was going to help, right? He was going to maybe work the the archery booth with me or the BB gun stand where they were shooting BB guns. He was going to help other kids learn how to do stuff that he's been doing. And um, we got there. It was well organized. Everything was set up. We're you know doing a couple odds and ends at up. the beginning. And um, was it Steve? Steve looked at at me and he he goes. Your son want to participate? And I was like, wow, well, he was going to help me out. He goes, send him through. He needs to see all of the different stations and stuff. Just just have him participate. Steve's great. So, and yeah, we, we signed him up, and his daughter gave. I don't know. Maybe he was a ringer. Hunter, because, her shirt for yeah. that day. Like, just. Yeah. Now I feel bad actually talking about it. Maybe we we were welcomed like fam- as family. I mean. That's great. He's an R2 kid. I mean, what? Well, he is an actual. Part of the R2 crew. By that. But he's never run. I can honestly say this. He has never run a box call before that day, and that was the call that they used for the the yeah. calling competition. No, the, 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 it was major opportunity for the kids yeah. to just suck it all in. It was really great. So he did make a friction call. They had a stand where they were, or uh, one of the stations. I saw that. They were, yeah, they were making handmade friction calls. Um, unfortunately, my son's got lost. I don't know where it is. I yeah, mean, why would you? I, I wouldn't tell him to look at my turkey vest. <laughs> but uh, his is lost and never to be found again, but it's a hell of a friction call. Yeah, unfortunate, yeah. It's a Tur- shame he lost it. Hopefully he gets back next year. Folks, for make a future a reference, that's Hunter Madera. He will be, he's the up-and-coming box call maker of America for turkey. Quite possible. Making Quite box possible. calls great again. What else did you feel? Anything else cool in the woods? Well, out in the woods, it's funny. You should ask out in the woods. I got to hang out with you. Why is that funny, bud? Yeah. Like funny, huh? It's not funny, strange. It's funny, huh? Or like hee hee, like giddy. uh, Will and I took an adventure, what, Tuesday night? Oh, you did. We did. And we we got outdoors. We had to get, uh, like, I seriously feel behind on all things whitetail. Like, now, uh, you know. Ryan brings it to my attention that that deer's <laughs> coming. You know, I'm in total fishing mode right yeah. now. I'm like, hey, by the way, guys, I know you caught like 
a big you know peacock bass and and also i was just gonna say I, you're still sleeping with the fishes one of the bigger flatheads of the year i think uh, that's probably how i presented it to you that's kind something of, like that that's what you said so where were you guys <laughs> where exactly do you want it. the gps <laughs> at least at least the wildlife management unit uh uh we're, we're, there's a there's a number and then a letter. Was that our dove spot? <laughs> a number and then it's next to the dove spot. No, that's our squirrel dove spot. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, so we did some deer management, doing some brush control, and uh, set up some trail cams and stuff. You know the usual stuff. But like we getting just getting ready. I was just, you know, it's hot. You know, we're out in the side of the mountain and just and it was humid. It was. Familiar, you know what I mean? Like I just—it's been a little bit. I should be in the woods a lot more. That's kind of snuck up on. I mean, that's really. Yeah. So the next couple weeks are going to be, you know, we're going to start to wean off the fishing a little bit, but we're going to get. You know what? It's it's hard. It's hard to take your eyes off the present and look towards the future when you're having this much fun. I I want to wrap up the episode with. Some information. Like, where can they find us? That Well, we'll do that in <laughs> oh, just a second. Huh. But I was having this exact same conversation. Will, I feel like you're, 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 I don't want to say lecturing. Lecturing is not the right word, but you're talking to us. You're trying to make sure we you can understand say lecturing. your point of view. He's like, lecturing. Listen, fellas, Guys. we are a week away from September. Get September your stuff means, together. depending upon where you're at in Pennsylvania, you're two weeks away from the opener. Like, That's me. We got to, we got to start. Focus in here. I understand what you're saying. I had this exact same conversation with my son not more than 48 hours ago. And I said, Listen, you got to get your bow out. We got to be shooting more. We got stands to hang. We got cameras to get out. We got to clear some shooting lanes. We got work to do. Mm -hmm. I said, This was right after he was talking to me about new, new baits he wanted to buy or soft plastic lures he wanted to start making in the basement. I'm like, Listen, Fishing is almost done for the season. We got to start focusing on hunting. I mean, it depends on who you and, talk to. But, but you know yes. what he said to me? Do you know what he said to me? This is my 13-year-old son looked at me, deadpan, and he said, but Dad, we live in Pennsylvania. We can't hunt on Sunday, so we might as well fish. Plus, he's hard. God, he is <laughs> he's wise the tiny beyond Tim. his years. Genius. He's the tiny t- God tiny. bless us, everyone. He's like a genius kickable. Oh, my god! A genius kickable. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, no, that that's smart. If we smart would ever cat. start our little R program, I would say, you know, instead of R2, the little, the little R's. R's. Give like, that one a little bit more thought. But, yeah. yes. I see. Yeah. Yeah. Like R poo. Like, like... like Small case R's. I got <laughs> no. I get it. I get it. I get it. Yeah. All R- right, guys. R cubed. Let's let's kick this pig. Well, where can they find us, Stevie? Before we talk about where they can find How's us, that? let's talk about uh, fluctuations. Uh, no, no. Uh, our guest, Aunt Glasgow Junior. Yeah. from Manchester, before, United Kingdom. <laughs> before we talk about where they can find us, let's remind everyone to follow Aunt Glasgow Junior. Over in the UK, what a guy, great guy, got a lot of good stuff, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. You can find us at www.rutandriverpursuits.com on Instagram and Twitter, at R2Pursuits, and on Facebook, 
at Rutten River Pursuits Podcast. Download the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, and Castbox. Later. Boom. Peace. See ya. Get you some. Thanks for listening to the Rut and River Pursuits Podcast. Follow the R2 Pro Staff by searching Rut and River Pursuits on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Until the next episode, we need to see you in the outdoors.